Welcome to Will You Accept This Rose, a production of iHeartRadio. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody! And not today, Satan! I don't know why. I don't know why. I brought this gorgeous microphone, gorgeous, with me to New York City. I dragged my brother to my apartment. I had Zooming with Anna, Dr. Banana, where she is, and Mary Lynn Rice Cub, where she is. And QuickTime did not record any of it. And I even tried to record this on QuickTime again. It looked like it recorded. Nothing is coming through. So I have a huge apology. I am, I'm grateful for a lot of things this Thanksgiving. I'm grateful for you guys. I'm grateful for my upcoming birthday bachelorette show. I'm grateful for all the fun emails about mullet dresses I've gotten. I am not grateful for the audio quality of this particular podcast. Shout out to Tana's boyfriend and lover, Zach, for attempting to salvage this audio disaster. Please do not review us based on the audio quality of this podcast. We've recorded a great episode. Hopefully you can hear some of it. Okay. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Hang in there. If you've got some uncle saying crazy stuff at the holiday, or if you're all by yourself, this too shall pass. And if you're having a great day, good for you. That's awesome. Okay. Next time it'll sound better. Goodbye. Thanksgiving. Ooh, whose uncle's gonna get drunk and say something real weird at Thanksgiving today? It's getting really And everybody's uncle's so weird. Which uncle of ours, alive or dead, would say the weirdest thing at Thanksgiving? Marty? She did look at me when I was 14 and scream, You're stacked. And that's how you become a comedian. Hello, welcome to a very special holiday episode of Except This Rose. My name is Arda Marine coming to you from New York City. I have captured with me my sibling, the great Alaric Marine. You might know him from this podcast. You might know him as being my brother. You might also know him as one of the people in charge of the bike cycling company, Swift. You would never have guessed that we have either one of the Marine family leads a fitness revolution, but lo and behold, that's what happened. Alaric Marine, thank you for joining the podcast. Thank you very much. Right before we started recording, Anna said, don't panic. But what she didn't know was that from my vantage point, uh, there's a red light on the microphone yeah. that was bouncing off of the screen and was like on my forehead, <laughs> like a laser sight. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. someone is clearly about to take me out with a laser sighted like sniper. You, you know, who that is the CEO of Peloton. Yeah. You've got to go. You're too much of a threat to yeah. his business. Also, with a woman who is also a threat to Peloton's business. Mm-hmm. By the way, she's got nice eye makeup on today. I feel like she's looking real pretty, like like a full face. Like there's a real glamour situation happening. She's a brilliant stand-up comedian. You can, I'm sure, go to her website and find out when she's touring. She's also, it was recently in tom- The Tomorrow War. She was on uh, 24. She was on Larry Sanders. She's mostly also our friend and we love her, Miss Mary Lynn Rice Cub. Why are you so glamorous today, Mary Lynn? <clears throat> 
I always put makeup on. It looks pretty. Well, I didn't wash my hair or take a shower. Yeah. And I put, but I put makeup on because I was like too lazy to. I do it for the for a Zoom. I would normally have done more, but I was out in New York City. I did do it this morning, but then New York City, when you've been out all day, you feel just disgusting when you no. get back. I think it also is I this whatever. I put it on without my glasses, so it goes on heavier than I think. I love it. It looks good. You look good. Yeah. yeah. Put her on, give that girl a rose. Excuse me. I will accept that rose. Watch out, Clayton. Somebody's coming to the mansion. Also talking about a woman who's going to the going to the mansion. You know her. You love her. She's my physician. She's my financial advisor. She's about to be the owner of a gorgeous velvet jumpsuit. She's going, she is my, the wind beneath my wings, my Dr. Banana, Anna Tana, Ariana, Hosnier. How are you, Dana? How are you, Dr. Banana? Talk about looking gorgeous. Look at Looking gorgeous. Just because she's keto. Oh, yeah, I do keto. She's so keto. Naturally, oh, is that what it is? I'm she... gorgeous. <laughs> How do you do Thanksgiving as a keto doctor? Um, I won't do keto. I won't do keto on Thanksgiving. Whoa! Oh, but what happens to ketosis? Uh, it goes away for a day or two. You're gonna let it rip? I'm Are you gonna? gonna is that rip. gonna make you give you a tum tum ache? Yes, Are but gonna... I've been doing keto for so long. I have like like kidney um. Like it's like a, it helps break down the carbs so I don't get a stomach cake. It's like a kidney bean uh, supplement you that you eat before you start eating a ton of carbs, and it just helps your stomach not hurt. That's as why you're much. gonna look hot in your jumpsuit. Yep, hot, and be filled with kidney bean beans <laughs> for your kidneys and your beans. Yep. Well, late ladies, Alaric, shall we begin? How do I mean? I want to work backwards just for a second and I'll work forwards. Look, I did not know last week when we were guessing who the new bachelor was going to be. I did, I was apparently the only person on earth who didn't know. And then Ariana broke it to me last week. And then so watching this, I have never seen such heavy handing producing, trying to like force feed us the next. Clayton weeping, bringing in all the kids. I mean, we can get to this a little bit. We'll get to this at the end. But I, it was like the crying, the children, the letters at the end. I didn't buy any of it. Did you buy it, Dana? I no, no. I immediately was like, oh, we're going to watch 20 minutes of him crying. And, you know, my mom hasn't watched the show in years. And she was watching with me last night and she goes, didn't she kick him off? Why is he still here? And I was like, it's because they're auditioning him for The Bachelor to try and win our hearts. But it's not working. You've never seen such a long exit interview. Yes, Mary Lynn. The fort. Yeah, the fort. (laughs) The, The nail polish. The letter like... I hope you're a hero. I hope you find love. You need Don't a family. Be sad. Don't be too sad. <laughs> Did the letter at the end say you're really good at making forts? Because I thought he said that you're really good at making farts. It was forts. Oh, I heard farts. <laughs> <laughs> well, he made a fort with the kid. Did you miss the fort? Yeah, but then he I farted in the fort. fort. But then, you know, but then he might have farted in the fort. He yeah. might have. You so you say he Dutch oven some he kid might, in the yeah, fort? Yeah. <laughs> you know. 
It's it's a it's a, an easy way to make you know to get on the good side of like a four year old. By the way, it would have also made me believe those kids more. Like it actually would have felt like real kids if they said you're really good at making farts. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so here we go. We're at the top. Next week is hometowns. Children are a big part of my life, so I've taken four students. It's, they're her favorite teacher. There's an important assignment. They're all taking over the week. They're going to plan all of the dates. And they're picking who she goes on dates with. Did you guys buy this, Marilyn? I, okay. I, I appreciate the attitude of children. Like, like individually, the way they express themselves, yeah. um, you know, was funny and enjoyable. But it was too overshadowed by the fact that I fucking hate that they had the kids on there. I think it's manufactured and it's cloying and it's forced and like, don't bring the kids into the franchise and take something that's supposed to be this, uh, this, uh, pillar of her life. That's so important to her and shove them on TV and like, Oh, I'm so happy to see you. Like, don't bring kids into the bachelorette franchise. Stop. (laughs) I agree with you. I felt a little bit like, Oh, this is such a dirty franchise and these like little kids um you're also like did you smooch it's like yeah she makes out with them all regularly and when yeah. you're little, <laughs> do you shave your nipples yeah that, that was, was really weird was it was amazing ariana how did you feel watching these kids be brought into the franch I don't know how I feel about it. It feels weird involving children and then also then using them. I mean, I guess if their parents have consented and they all volunteered, that's okay. But like, I still don't love kids on this show. No. And yeah, I know that there are kids that are that are like that. I've met them before where you're like, there's I'm, there's no way you were going to be kept back from performing. I've met those children where I used to think it was blanket horrible, but then I met kids who were very well suited for it and wanted to do it. Yes. So I don't begrudge the kids that want to do that. I just think it's as much as I love it and I'm here on the pod, I'm invested, I'm talking about it. I also think it's gross. I think it's I would have wanted to be on so badly. So I- what, again, what I just heard, I thought you were not talking about, oh, it's blanket horrible that kids are on television. I thought you were saying it was blanket horrible that some kids would want to be on television. And as the brother of somebody like that, I can tell you it was blank, blanket horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it was, my entire childhood was blanket horrible. <laughs> and unfortunately... I mean, it's probably a blessing that we didn't live in like Burbank, that we had a, like no access. Yes. But it was, we, I did make us go, when we went to California, we hung out at the gates of Neverland Ranch waiting to get plucked by Michael Jackson and we were never chosen. Uh, <laughs> for the best, for the best. Okay, so here we go. There's an important assignment. So they need to find out how the who the bad guys and who the good guys are. So they ask questions like, have you ever been grounded? Um, they like Nate because he's tall. They said Olu had a nice heart. Um, the kids did not like Martin. That young lady said he was a show off and she was right. Ellery. That, that was that was the best part of that yes. entire thing was the little girl being like, I don't like Martin. And I thought, yeah, neither do I. I didn't like Martin. Neither, as much as I'm saying I hate the kids being involved, that was priceless. That was gold. Her them <laughs> cutting to her just going. <laughs> he was mansplaining a child. Yes. And she was just 
onto him, beyond onto him. And then he didn't catch her being onto him because he had no other, it really showed his lack of number one, being around kids and then skills to be able to fake it or come up with something sweet. Like it was. Having now been on a few dates for the first time in my life, it's fascinating. Some guys just literally just mansplain at you. They just, they just sit and explain things to you and they don't stop the whole time. And you're like, I just pinch my arm until I can get out of there. (laughs) And it's like, but it was interesting watching it happen with a child and then adult, like, it's like, oh, these people do this to whoever they're interacting with. They cannot right. help The thing them. about, especially someone like Martin, it, and you see guys like this on these shows where it's everything's heightened because she was yeah. into him at first. Yeah. And then something happens where you see the true, like he sort of runs out of gas, but he, he charmed her at first. And now it's just like, no one even knows what you're saying or what, what you're doing here. Well, it also shows you that it's good to slow things down because people do reveal themselves over time. So if you can slow it down enough, you will see who somebody is if you don't rush right into it. You know, like anybody can give a good first couple of dates. Right. right. But is the whole concept of the show to rush into it? Even like, but even like waiting like three dates, you know what I mean? Yeah, like right. anybody, that, that, like is, that is like life. I certainly, that is very true. Because I, I definitely have suffered from that, you know, the the 24 hours of like, oh, that was this or that was fun. and Yeah. And then you're like, oh, like the next one. It takes three solid dates to really know. Uh, yeah. To see if they're like, uh, to see if they're going to be like the mansplainy douche. Right. And then I think it takes like three to six months to really know, like, what's the deal? Like how the, how the your relationship is going to be like what the balance of it. Yeah. What do you think, Al? No, it sounds right. I'm in favor of going slow. Yeah. Yeah. You and Beyonce, how long did it take? You know, (laughs) she was really into me from like day one. Right. Sure. And I was like, whoa, 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 (laughs) babe. Yeah. Hold slow up, your roll. Slow it down. Slow it down. And then, you know, by day three, she was no longer into me. <laughs> it's because so. you kept explaining things to her. Yeah. You're like, let me tell you about how the world works. Okay, so then they liked Olu. They thought she, he was nice-hearted. Um, then they asked, do you shave your nipples to uh, sweet, what's his name that we like so much? So sweet, Rodney. Rodney. And he said, I do. I do. No child would, out of the blue, ask an adult if they shave their nipples. How, who prompted that kid? Some, somebody, some producer who knew that Rodney shaved his nipples <laughs> yeah. fed that line to that kid. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that you, Anna? Yeah. You know what? I like to find out where people shave and then <laughs> Yeah. I didn't even know that was a possibility. That sounds like you could easily cut yourself. Yeah. Go get them waxed. A razor near your nipple feels really quite vulnerable. Yeah, because how are you going to get it around? How are you going to get it around? I guess I guess I just, I mean, I don't spend a lot of time looking at other men's chests, but like, you know, I have hair in my chest. I don't have hair in my nipples. I didn't, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, interesting. That's how you do it. So then Clayton, again... Do you think it was his idea or do you think the Bachelor producers who really wanted him to be the Bachelor was like, pillow 
Beaufort's it's a great move with kids. Yeah. Do you think he came, it was smart. Do you think he came up with it? Or now looking back, do you think they really primed him? Do you think this whole thing was to set us up with the kids liking him, the pillow fort? Because he was very likable with the pillow fort. Do you think this whole thing was a setup, Dana? It had to have been because why... I'm trying to look at back at the editing, which I barely remember, but they have, they're asking all of them questions and then it cuts and he's walking in with like pillows and blankets. So he wouldn't have just out of the blue gotten out of the setup of questions. Did they all have more time with them? Maybe they all had extra time with the kids. I don't, I. To do other activities other than the. I feel like. It was I, weird. I feel like somebody really wanted him yes. to be the next Bachelor. And they and knew, they knew America, the kids would, it's really cute. They knew he could probably build a good fort. It's really cute. And America would like it. So it was good producing. It was just very heavy handed and obvious. Yeah. Um, so does that I make mean, it good producing? Is he's good producing very heavy handed? Not I don't know if you're not like maniacs like us who are so deep in if like i wonder if like a third cousin of ours watching it somewhere they'd be like oh that's cute you thought he seemed good with the kids you liked it i thought it was cute i'm not gonna lie i was like oh that's that's good producing that's good good producing producing. yeah it turns out you do need to be heavy-handed and obvious and then i'll like it he liked it (laughs) i liked it it's kind of that way in stand-up too where you have to be like I hate this. You have to, you yeah. have to make a very clear choice. And Clayton was the very clear choice and they made it. And, and it also, the kids, for as much as I hated the kids being involved, it did show, like it showed Martin very clearly. Yeah. Um, Martin, like not wanting to get dirty, but we'll get to that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. With the kids, you could see who had a more easy, you know, way, but that yeah. also isn't, that doesn't mean they're a bad guy. It just means maybe you're not around kids, but then are you kind of a bad guy if you don't know how to talk to it? Like you should be parent? able to talk to a kid. Yeah. Like Rodney was just, just, he was so delightful and just yeah. like laughing and not trying to impress anything on them. Just having a good time. Ariana, how did you feel? Yeah. I mean, I honestly thought Rodney might win because him and that kid came up with a handshake but yeah That's i don't cool. know the handshake was really cute i don't really great. buy that the kids chose who won you know like, so then they did the kiss we have kiss and they're like he's a, a big he's got big muscles he's good at building forts so okay clayton it is you're right that's a good point now that i'm reading it back they're like right america remember this nice big white guy with the big muscles you like him um so then he goes on a date and watching it again knowing that he becomes a bachelor you could see she was not into him the whole date no they have a pizza party in the limo and of course they have to feed each other i i don't ever want to be fed or no. feed somebody have you ever fed somebody or been fed maybe once it was real awkward <laughs> Can you actually think of an instance? And if so, what was the food? It was some kind of, where were we? At like that Middle Eastern, they had yeah. belly dancers there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you pick up with your fingers. With, with like bread. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You dip the bread yeah, in the thing. Yeah, yeah. So somebody scooped and like fed you. Was it like a first date? Like how far into your dating scenario was it this? It was a friend that became a dating situation. 
With the food move? It was happening before that, and the food move took it in a wrong direction. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. <laughs> but Fair there's enough. so many things like that on that show where, the, where the, I'm sure with kissing, where it starts and you just have to go through it. Like it's, yes. <laughs> that oh. whole date was like that, her going, oh. Yeah, you have. I mean, that was me pinching myself the other night with somebody explaining things to me the whole time. So then... Um, so then they go, okay, we're at the Natural History Museum. I, we got to run around. So then she's like, okay, I'll chase you. And then she's like, I'm not, no, you chase me. Like, so they're sliding around. You could see she wasn't into him. She's like, you're it. And then he's such a bad dancer. The dancing that Mary Lynn talked to me, because I know you had a visceral reaction to him dancing. I... It was that moment where I was, I thought, I hate this guy. (laughs) (laughs) And his most vulnerable when he let it loose, I thought, no, no can do. Don't do that. Uh, Tiana, how did you feel as a keto, as a resident keto doctor, how did you feel watching this guy dancing? I mean, actually, I was kind of like, well, I'm glad he's trying to show that he might have some personality, but like a funny dance, like, okay. He's not, I don't know. There's just not enough about him that makes him even remotely interesting to me. So I'm like, okay. Dance what like else someone you got? is watching, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Alaric, how did you feel watching him dance? You were already in on the fort, so you liked him. I like you. Yeah, you were yeah. along I for like, the ride. I, you were along for the I, ride. I will say, you know, like, I would like to make it through one episode of this franchise without someone, like, making a pronoun error. Like, I, I, you know, they were at the planetarium, and they're like, oh, it's just so special you know, like, like being here and like, it's like this whole thing was made for Michelle and I. I was like, no, this whole thing was made for Michelle and me. Like, I, like, I can't. Everything <laughs> and then I can't hear anything for like five minutes after that. That's the least offensive one. That yeah. is like, that is, that is as good as it gets uh, with the grammar. That's as good as it gets. I mean, I fear I would say Michelle and I, now that you say that out loud. It's every episode. Every episode is Michelle and I, and it's the whole franchise. It's not just Okay, this so I feel like I'm learning something. Yeah. So I, would, I guess if I was going to say it and try to say it properly, then I would say me and Michelle. Well, so what you do, so the, the, what you do, you just leave out the other person. You yeah. ask yourself, would I say I or me? In Thank you, because I probably would say I. I would probably and, say. And then you've got your friends. Thank you. Now I know. I think there I've been know. saying it wrong. Can I, can I say something about Clayton real quick? Yes. I you don't want the grammar lesson anymore? Uh, no, no, no. I, I, yeah, that's how I think of it too, is you just remove the other person and then what is the most natural word there. That's how I learned it. Um, yeah. But he and I, I enjoys the museum. <laughs> like that. He and I enjoys the I museum. I love, me and me love some dancing. But, <laughs> so I think the reason there's this need for Clayton to be the bachelor, I think the reason they picked him is just that he's a nice guy. That's it. Like overall, he's nice to kids. He probably is nice to producers and production. He's just He's a nice. big, white, nice guy. Yes. He's a, I mean, look at it. It's the only time we've ever had four people of color going yeah. into the final four ever. Generally, they pick somebody from the final four. These are all great guys. She has right. four great guys. Any one of them would be a wonderful bachelor. Yeah. He's a very nice harmless mm-hmm. big hunky 
probably Christian. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. White guy. But that's the thing is like that can't be a being nice can't be your whole personality. Also, right when you said Christian, it came into my mind. Is this because of like where the country is going that they manufactured this choice? We got to get the white bread, white guy, Christian That's what it's always I'm overthinking been. it. I'm bringing No, I think that's where it's, I think that's where this show is like that's the that's been the sweet spot for them in ratings and like those that's what does well for them with So that's what they're thinking even though they've already made this really cool shift and these guys are Yeah, they've got these great guys. Cool and But I think yeah, yeah. white white Michelle has low ratings her season. So I think so did, is that true? Yeah. Yeah, so did Rachel Lindsay had the lowest ratings ever. No. Like it does better, I think, right? Am I wrong? Doesn't no. it do better when they have white leads? Yeah, which is, you know, the unfortunate system in our country is, oh. you know, racism oh, and white so supremacy. That's the answer. So but yeah. that's the thing is I feel like they always they panic and they try and go to this, you know, back to like the status quo of like easy, like kind of, it is kind of like it does mirror what we do in this country and then what happens on the bachelor actually uh chelsea devantes amazing comedian said this to me she's like when you feel the country freaking out that's when you like why we all of a sudden had a black bachelor because we were having a real reckoning with race in this country and all of a sudden the bachelor's like oh oh, we got to show them but then now joe biden is president and they're like see everything's normal again we're gonna ignore all the issues and so now we're going back to the we're gonna ignore all the issues and give you the nicest white christian guy you can imagine and you're like okay well, they tried to do that last year with Katie and then oh, people were like, wait, God. what? So that's why we had two bachelorettes, I think, because people were like, what? Why are we? Yeah. So then they're like, OK, OK, you can also have Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> Panic. Panic. OK, so so then they go. They're having their they're feeding each other. They're running around. Uh, he's a bad dancer. Then they have butterflies attached to the ceiling. High to low. They had to, like, get on her shoulders, pull it down. Um and she's like, what's your worst quality? And then we never learn the answer. And then they go on like some show where they fly around and they're flying through the galaxy. That was kind of cool. Alaric, did you like that? I, you know, if I could go on a date at the Museum of Natural History and like have the whole museum to myself and my day, it would be a magical day. Right? That felt like a pretty great, great day. But you could see she wasn't into it. Did she seem sight? No. 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 And then when she's on the dinner with him, so he wants to have a family. He realized the past few years of his life, he's just been trying to impress people. He was so invested in his job, getting an MBA. Was he an athlete? I mean, he looks like a football player. Anna, do you know? I think he was an athlete, but then, like, I guess maybe not good enough. So he got an MBA, but he, um, like, he wants a future with somebody. And he was always just concerned with what everybody else thought. And, um, and, and he, you know, he was like, you know what? I just had to learn to like, like be who I was. And he asked what her experience was like going through the franchise. She was like, I just stuck to my guns. This is who I am. I love myself. But her eyes were dead. What? Talking to him last night at that dinner, her eyes were dead. Mary Lynn, I see you nodding. Talk to us. Yeah. Yes, girl. Yes. Uh, I. It was killing me that she was just wading through the date. And then they're talking about how you have to love yourself and yeah. going on about trying to bear his soul, but there's no spark there at all. And she doesn't care. And she's so graceful and she's so good with her words, but, and, but she's just having to wait through it. 
you could, nothing there. You could see she was on a date where she knew immediately. Yes. And she still had, it was like an eight course meal. And you could she just. knew the second he walked out when she was leaning on the car, the second she saw him and she covered it up when she went, oh, you. They yeah, yeah, yeah. good one. She, yeah. She was not, which is interesting because he's like a hunky, but like. For whatever reason, she's not this, attracted to him. He's not attracted to him. She did not want to be stuck with him for the whole night, and she was trapped. Alaric, yeah, you know, I didn't see that, how dead her eyes were. Yeah, um, uh, so <laughs> you're I, pro Clayton. You're so pro Clayton. You so love Clayton. You love say, Clayton. I will say that I had watched. I watched the episode out of order. I watched the second half first, so I knew he didn't make it to the second half. And then I watched the. And then why? I, why did you watch it like that? It's a, it's a long story. It involves my CBR and okay, you know, understanding. You're watching it live. <laughs> yeah, uh, I watched it sort of half live, and then it's, anyway. Um, uh, but so I knew he didn't make it the second half, and so the whole time I was actually nervous that like this guy who seemed perfectly likable is going to suddenly turn out to be a monster. Right, because you knew he, he got he cut. Just kept kind of kept being, you know. Bland, bland, and sweet, bland and sweet. And then, and and then, and then she let him go. And I was like, "Well, at least he wasn't a monster." No, he wasn't. He wasn't a Martin. Wasn't a Martin. No, he was not a monster. I don't know why I'm disliking him so much. No, no, no. I understand. Um, So then she was like, "Well." She picked up the rose and she's like, "Unfortunately, something is missing for me." And she cut him. Um, She's like, "I'm not able to get there in the time that I have." And, um, oh my God, the exit audition, the, the length of the, like the, for the number five guy leaving the length of the audition to be the bachelor, he goes back hugging the kids. When you get married, can I come with my sister? You know, if he marries whoever, they're going to bring that kid back. You know, that kid's coming back. Anna, talk to me, your face, Anna. What nonsense. Genuinely, what? First of all, do we think the children wrote those notes? Oh, I know you would be a really great husband for Miss Young. I hope you aren't too sad when you go home um, and, and someone else will fall in love with you and you'll have lots of kids. And then we see him crying and then and then he's like, I'm overwhelmed. I haven't cried in years. I just didn't buy it. He was like, I want kids one day. And then he's weeping. I want a family. I want to start that chapter. I'll do whatever it takes to do that. Anything, whatever it takes. I'm like, okay, this is the longest exit audition. And he was able to generate a tear. And he then he sealed his deal. He got it. He stuck his landing. I've had auditions that were callbacks where I needed to manufacture tears and I failed. And if only I'd been as good of a performer as Clayton, I too would have been in that movie that I didn't get. He got it. He, he got, and Clayton got he the part. Clayton got say, the part. Thinking about it now, you're right. Those kids did not write those letters. So my son's <laughs> 11. Uh, I think those kids were a little younger. Uh, but like when I think about how he wrote a few years ago, <laughs> Yeah, he was. Those were complete sentences, right? Like that was. Oh my god, not write that. And also, yeah. Shout out to my son who, um, when he was auditioning, when he was getting into his private um, communist started by artists 
uh, private progressive elementary school and they're watching him and they go, draw a picture. And he wrote, he was already onto it. He wrote, poop farts. Yeah. Yeah. Submission, poop farts. Cause he knew they were watching him and then he got in. He knew that they wanted, yeah, he got in, but it was, it was more embarrassing for us, but he just knew, he's like, now I I know you guys want me to perform for you and I'm not like going to do this pressured, precious little drawing of my, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, no kid is going to go. I hope when you go home, you're not too sad. You will probably meet someone else and fall in love and have lots of kids. Oh my gosh. Now oh. that we're talking about this, there's no effing way. Like no I fourth grade boy wrote that. No. no I understand way. they're invested because it's her, but you're not going to have that many um, savvy, outspoken kids. And even if you have one outspoken kid like that, they're not going to be that eloquent or ready to speak unless coached or it's done for them and they're act yeah they're actors i mean as is like you said clayton the whole thing the whole thing tana tana talk to me um yeah i can't imagine a child being that invested in clayton like what (laughs) (laughs) i'm like a you know i'm a grown adult who has fully process a lot of things and even i'm like okay well see ya like i don't understand a child being like oh clayton no (laughs) no please deliver this last letter to him he has to know we would love him to get married one day like he will be fine Clayton, yeah, no was a touch too far. They're, they're heavy handing, good producing, but heavy handing. Yes. Cut out the letter section. The it, also, pushing it. You're pushing it. It's also like they clearly had already made this up. She clearly didn't like him. They yeah, clearly picked him a long time ago. Yeah. She's also clearly not getting pushed around. She cuts people as soon as she doesn't like them. Like she cannot even fake it. If if they're remotely shady, right. they're out immediately. That's right. So she, this was clearly forcing her. I'm sure she's not been into him for a while. For whatever reason, it's just not her guy. Perfectly nice. Not her guy. The level of exit interview yes. that has never happened. Going yes. into the only Final four of all people of color, like has never, they've never had a number five get honestly, or anyone have yeah. this long of an exit interview with weeping children. And he's crying. And he said up top that he hasn't cried in years. And he's like, finally, I'm crying. I don't buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Dana? He, he hung out with those kids for 20 minutes at most. <laughs> There is no way they made that much of an impression that he's like, wow, they get me and they understand that I need this. And then when he let that little girl paint his and he when he painted her nails really badly at the end. And then, you know, every part of this straight dude, he did not want those nails painted, but he no. just sucked it up and he did what had to be done. Got both hands painted bright red. And, you know, he did not want that happening, but he took the hit and he just did it. Oh yeah, no. If if a little girl wants to paint your nails, and you want to be the bachelor, going, and there's going to be people around watching you get your nails, and you're going to get credit for it. Oh yeah, you get your. <laughs> there is nothing sexier than be like, be like, oh, you know, 
you know, they, they have ads. This is the whole plot of advertisements, right? It's a bunch of like big football guys having a tea party with some little girl. <laughs> yes. Yes. They, that, they, that was the final tag. Yeah. yeah. Alark, do you feel played by ABC? Um, <laughs> it worked for you. If you bought all of it. I bought, I bought, I did think, I was thinking to myself, I wouldn't be surprised if he was the next batch. That, that definitely went through my head. Um, okay, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about the farm. Oh, Bone Zone. Time for the Bone Zone. And we're back. Okay, so it's a group date. And they have to go milk cows. And it turns out Joe is a calf favorite. And then they have to go churn butter and then maintain eye contact <laughs> with her. <laughs> and what is turns out to be not even the creepiest moment of the show, because we have a bathing suit, uh, that situation coming up. Maintain eye contact with the churn butter. Um, Rodney was really cute. They have like a cute little dance and a little thing and they do a kiss. Um, I and- love Rodney in the milking. Oh my God, Rodney was so sweet. Rodney's off dairy. So he's, you know, he said he switched to almond milk. Did he say that? <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, oh, I missed that. Yeah. I missed that. Yeah. I thought Joe was so sweet with the with the cows. Marilyn, how did you feel watching them all at the dairy farm? Joe was unreal. I I don't know what to make of him. He's like so sensitive that I'm like, what's your deal, dude? What are you, <laughs> what are you hiding? <laughs> Honestly, he just gets better and better. You know what I mean? Because he, because at first she's like, "This guy's a player," and in my mind, look, I like Nate too, but I'm like, "Why isn't it all Joe?" Like to yeah, me, it's like yes, Nate Joe's, seems like a player more than Joe. Yeah, like Joe's from Minnesota. He's yeah. a, gorgeous. He's a great yeah. basketball player. He's sweet as can be. I feel like once his guard went down and he like talked about like his you know his injury and why he kind of like was feeling bad about himself and like like I feel like he's been nothing but all in with her like he's just been like great like he's hot like what's the problem with Joe I'm here for Joe sweet he's too sweet yeah you need a little bit of a runaround yeah she wants she likes the runaround that's why she likes Nate that's why she liked Martin Mm -hmm. that's why she doesn't really like Rodney you're right. You're right. He needs someone that she can have a little bit of a clashy clash with. Yeah, you're right. Because Nate is also sweet, but he's not a sure thing. Like, And yeah. I think she thought Joe was not a sure thing, but he's coming That's around right. more of a sure thing, which That's made him right. less appealing. Yeah. Because we're all monsters ultimately as people. Dana, how do you feel? Like, why is Joe not number one? Are they Are they tricking us with the editing? I think he's up there for sure, but I don't know. I do think there's like, I think she's horny, horny. And I mean, horny for Nate. (laughs) I also think she's kind of horny for Brendan. Oh yeah. 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 In like a, like, this is my like young boyfriend after I got a divorce sort of way. 
Or like it's my camp boyfriend. Like yeah. she, it almost feels like her. Like I'm going to junior prom with him, and I'm horny like a junior in high school. Yeah, yeah. Nate and Brendan. She's both pretty horny for them. But like, she's like adult. She's adult horny for Nate, and she wants to like fret, go to third with Brendan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you think, Al? Her horny level? Oh, for Nate for sure. What uh, about Brendan? Her horniness? Uh, you know, she did take him home. We'll get to that in a little bit. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but she's horniest for Nate. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I did like where Nate was like, "Oh, Joe, bested me." At milking, and then he bested me with the with the with like the cow, the calves, and then he bested me with buddy. Like he was literally like better than me at all of this. They're cute. I like that they're all kind of friends too. Yeah. I would say I I for sure think she ended up with the right four. Do you think that she's horny for Joe? Yeah, I think so. Do you think she's horny for Joe, ladies? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But not quite as much as she. Uh, yeah, I. I think she was more horny when he was less available. I think she wants Joe, but she wants to spend a little bit more time with Nate. You know what I mean? Yeah, she does. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because if you know, why not keep him along for the ride? Because then you get to fantasy suites. You get to hang out. With I Nate think Nate's a gonna win. I think she's so horny for Nate that it's gonna be hard. Horniness always trumps all. Yeah. That's true. I think Joe is actually the more practical. Like, I feel like if you actually want to get married and have your family be in Minnesota. If, if you want to start a dairy farm. Joe? I think Joe is. You want to start it? You want to stay in Minnesota with somebody who already lives there? I'm like, if you really want to get married from this and you want to be happily ever after, I feel like Joe's your guy. But you know, horny always wins. Here's the other thing about Joe, now that you're saying this is he's a little bit sad. So he's available and he's a little bit sad. Those are strikes against him. Yeah, yeah, he's a little sad. Nate's less sad. Okay. She had some, she had some good laugh lines on the farm. She, 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 she had like one around like, you know, where she's like, oh, it's beautiful. Like, it's a lot like a relationship and you work and you work and you work and at the end you end up with something beautiful. Butter. Yeah. She, she did it. She took her beat. Yeah, she did it. Uh, she did it. Yeah. I was so busy fighting with my um, DVR situation that I, I missed things because I couldn't. Once I got this thing playing, I couldn't pause, rewind. Couldn't pause or, there was no, everything had to be in real. I couldn't stop it, rewind. I had, it was just, so I missed things. She had that. And then she also had the line where she said that Joe was, you know, uh, very, um, Really knew how to work a teat or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then, so then Nate pulls her aside and he was like, look, I got to tell you, my family, I'm hoping to meet, you can meet my family next week. I have a unique family situation. My dad always said, do not even talk to me about girls. Um, so I just didn't like, do not even mention them to me. Do not bring them around. Do not talk about it. So I never felt like I wanted to. And then you came along, and it's so easy, and I am definitely falling for you. I am seriously, strongly falling for you. And then she said, I am really tumbling down a hill so fast. You make me happy, slash super freaking horny. Mary Lynn, (laughs) talk to me. Didn't that thrill you just hearing it back? That was a good conversation. Yeah. She's like, my heart is beating so fast. I'm tumbling down a hill. I mean, her metaphors. And she loves it. That's how she wants to feel. 
Yeah. The trouble with his family, even though, you know, this whole time it's like, I want my parents to to model like my parents. She's excited by him. It's going to be freaking Nate. Oh, it's going to be Nate. You can't be horny. You can never be horny. Always wins. What's on his lip, though? I can't remember. I'm so busy scribbling. It's like he has like a fat lip on the inside of his lip. Interesting. Hmm. Dana, did you notice that? A few episodes. I didn't notice that. You did or you did not? No, I didn't notice it. Looks it looks like like it's sticking out a little bit and like almost like it's a bump in there. Interesting. Hmm. Almost like a sty, but it's on his lip. On the inside. Yeah, I mean, like he got bumped and it was swollen. He could have a pierced lip from the inside. Like, he's got a lot of tattoos. You see something from the outside though, still. You see like the, the Yeah, he's got a lot of tattoos. Uh, Al, how did you feel about that convo? Uh, I felt pretty good. I remember thinking, like, you know, uh, well, you know, my dad just sort of never wanted to talk about anything. So, like, yeah, yeah. If, if, if like, it was only like, don't talk about girls, but you talk to me about whatever else, I mean, that would be an expansion. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> I don't want my dad want to talk about. Oh, my God. By the way, never want to introduce, because I was worried about what he would say. Like, let's just not meet our dad. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, just the wild card of what could fly out if he decides to be outrageous you don't want to meet. Let's no. just pretend that it was like a sperm donor. Your your hometown is like you whisking him away to not be, to avoid <laughs> yeah. your dad. Your dad. Yeah, you know they'd be like, "Who's that man shirtless in the boxer shorts driving the Mazda Miata with vanity plates in the cooler?" <laughs> like I don't know. I don't know who that is. He's he's really tan. He's honking at us. He's calling you fat. Like you know, who's that guy? Who's that guy? Um. Dana, would you introduce people to your dad on television? Oh, yeah, because he would love it. He would be oh. like, he would be like, and here's my close up. It would be just so funny to me just how much he would be like milking it. Cause my dad, my dad used to be like a stage actor back in Iran before he whatever what? came to America. Oh, I'll send you photos and came to like my dad's a character and a half and he's very performative and very like just loud and crazy that this would be he would be like and now i go to hollywood and i'll win an oscar for being a father on reality tv like that's the energy he would bring he would have loved to be the fourth grader writing the letters oh he would he would take any role he'd be like you want me (laughs) and then to go too far and by the way her dad old school gorgeous gorgeous <laughs> don't let him hear this we, we he was gorgeous he back in the day this. when he first arrived in america like young burt reynolds like young iranian burt reynolds hanging out in utah like stud mm-hmm. he and his friends hot they were a crew they were a crew they of, were, a, crew. of, of they, they were a menace of persian men destroying northern utah that is so <laughs> spectacular and who's their number one hero who's their athlete that they love basketball player they love what uh wait which they didn't they love the, it oh, was well, the, they love the utah jazz uh and then and it was the guy that jordan played that like pissed oh, off jordan. carl malone and john stockton yeah those are the two that he loved two people who did not age well oh a lot <laughs> of darkness there so what are you gonna do Okay, so then so then she goes to talk to Joe. She was like, you're really nurturing with cows. Turns out his grandparents own and ran a dairy farm. They were, he's like, I'm a very family-oriented person. Um, and, and she said, 
you have a lot of the traits that I'm looking for. And uh, like they, I mean, this is the guy, like this is the guy that's sort of like her family. You want to start your family. Yeah. You go with Joe. Yeah. She's not going to pick Joe. No. Yeah. That was cheating that he grew up on a dairy farm. That was cheating. He did cheat. He did cheat. He did cheat. Yeah. I mean, you know, earlier when they did the show with, uh, with Top Gun. Yes. Yeah. You know, had I been on that, that would have been cheating. <laughs> Fighter jets. Yeah. You've been cheating. Yeah. And Wait. you as a, a young boy blind in one eye, but yeah. they're like, you know what? Have at it. Just go for it. Yeah. You know what? When you grow up on, on naval bases with, yeah. with like jet fighter like yeah. parents, like they let you fly the planes. They let you fly the planes. Because <laughs> we were just such reliable kids. Yeah. And our dad was such an American hero. <laughs> I will. Yeah, I know. I say I will say Nate hurting his back was the most relatable thing the show has ever put out. I missed it. I missed it when he he's scooping the shit. He like hurts. He like pulls a muscle on his back, and the whole time he's just standing there with his hands on his back, like oh oh god. And I was like, that is the most relatable thing I've ever. You seen know, on this show. I will thought I thought that was pretty annoying, but I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm frantically trying to keep up with my DVR. Tell me, Marilyn, talk to me. I don't like this quality in myself because I clocked it because this, this speaks of my own tendency to like a bad boy and Mm -hmm. like a tough guy, which I, which is not really me, but look, we're complicated, right? (laughs) I'm complicated. (laughs) But I have that in me where he also got tired doing the, Oh, the uh, turning, the turning. And he's like, oh, and she made fun of him. And then a couple of seconds later, out of nowhere, which is relatable because that is how that happens. He's just like, oh, and like nothing's happening. It's like, <laughs> come on, big guy, like yeah. tough guy. Oh, the, I don't know. Take a lap. He had to take a lap. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? He had to Get walk it together. off. Dude, I feel like I missed this whole scene. Like, I honestly, there was times because, you know, I have the world's smallest bladder and like, there was times I was like frantically running around trying to write shit down. I can't pause or rewind it. Like, so I think I missed some of the scene. You missed a lot. I missed a lot. Okay. So then Rodney, I, and I was like, girl, you better be taking him to hometowns. Cause he said, I want you to meet my family because I want you to know why I am the way I am. And she said, she goes, I want to know. I would love to meet your family. I want to know why you are the way you are. And I'm like, don't say that and cut our Rodney. Yeah. Thank God she didn't. I couldn't have handled that. And that's the thing you guys were talking about, I think, on the last pod of, like, why it why is she saying that stuff to everybody? Like Carl. She, Carl she didn't like it. Man. Yeah. Which I thought was a really good point. I mean, sometimes it serves her, you know, when she's talking to Clayton, she did above and beyond used her language in a way of like, and don't think that you're not amazing because you are. And that was really, really sweet. She's very good at communication, but it's also like equal opportunity. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Now, again, it was interesting. We have a gentleman who's never seen the bachelorette like this, where they're like telling everybody and he doesn't like it. We have a gentleman who does the pod. He does not like, he like, you pick one. Like he doesn't like that. All these guys think that she's saying that she's falling for them. It's like another, he uncovered another unspoken rule along with the thing that's been talked about where it's like, 
You don't say I'm falling for you and to a a certain point. You don't put out the I love yous and all those things are for a reason because once you do that stuff, then it like flips it in a direction where you don't want it. I forgot who it was, but it's like if the guy is like, oh, it's what's his face from Katie's where he's like, tell me. Right. I told you the stuff and it's like, right. you, you can't do that. Cause then your game is done. Like, well, Ben Hagen's changed the game. Cause he said, I'm falling in love with you to two women. It was never said before. It changed the game. He said it to Jojo who did not win. And then the woman who won and, and they had it on audio. It had never been done before. And then since then, Ari, the bachelor said it to four women. He said, oh. I'm falling in love with you to four women. So once that, once the genie was out of the, I love you, genie was out of the bottle. It has just been fairly willy nilly. Would you say that's true, Dana? Yeah. I think he really opened the gates for it to just be like, I am f-, like, well, they do variations that I am falling in love with you, which is I'm not in love with you. <laughs> but I'm giving you hope. <laughs> And then there's the, I could see myself falling in love with you. Which is the first one. That's wave one. That's, that's stage one. So I don't know if we have since Ben Higgin gotten the full, I love you to multiple, but they are starting to be very, um, I am starting to fall in love with you very openly back to the Sometimes it doesn't include in love. It's just, I'm falling. Yes. I'm I'm falling falling for for you. you. I could see myself falling for you. I'm I'm in the process of falling for you. (laughs) I'm I'm falling somewhere and you might be at the bottom of where I'm falling. Yeah, somewhere. Is that how you proposed? Yeah, (laughs) I'm a very romantic person. So then then Martin. Martin, meanwhile, has been really starting to go, I don't trust her. I don't know here. I don't trust her. She hasn't been paying attention. And... uh, you know, this is why she perceived incorrectly last time she misread the situation. You know, she's really making me question what she stands for. She had, she says to Olu, that poem about her childhood trauma, immature. She has not worked past this. She hasn't worked through this. She's got to get over it. And Olu's like, I'm not, 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 not. That is two faced. Um, and so she asks Martin, she goes and has a nice little day with Martin. She's like, what would your friend say is your biggest flaw? He's like, my friends would say my brutal honesty. It's like, you know, that's funny. It was a miscommunication. So Olu was like, mm, I got to tell you, um, there's a huge red flag that there's, like he said, there's a fact that you haven't dealt with in your past that you were immature and, um, and like, and then so he goes and tells her. And he goes, like, I just want you to know because I want the right man for you. And she says that you haven't dealt with your issues. So then he's, meanwhile, bragging to everybody. I'm confident I'm going to get a rose. She's like, uh, Martin, can I talk to you for a second? Um, you're saying one thing to my face. And then it's completely different when you're not in front of me. He's like, that's absolutely not correct. That's not true. Um, um, she's like, okay, well, I just heard that you said that I, it was immature that I hadn't gotten over the stuff I talked about in the poem. It's like, no, no, I didn't say that. I mean, you know, it's not true. Can I tell you what I said? Am I allowed to tell you what I said? She was like, um, you know, when you talk to me about being a strong woman, there was some insecurity, some inse- immaturity. She's like, well, which is it? Uh, is it respect? And then he cuts her off 
for the first time. Um, and then she's like, you know, you've cut me off numerous times when I start talking. He's like, well, you haven't been honest. Um, she's like, um, listen, frosted tips. Can I walk you out? Um, he's like, oh, so there he is. She cuts him out. He's like, I'm not upset. I'm not upset. I'm going home. I'm upset. She handled it like that. She talked to me like that. Blah, 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 blah. I feel sad for her. A woman like that? She doesn't deserve me. I'm going to give it to one of the ladies. Take it, ladies. How much do you hate Martin? Mary, Marilyn. I, he's a fantastic villain. Mm -hmm. I love this angle of she's trash. I mean, <laughs> that is like to insult the person that the entire show is designed around. That is yeah so just good full chauvinist like man just the worst so good i i would like to keep him around for longer because i think that's like a real true villain terrible quality because he actually feels believe like i don't think it's i feel like that's the i don't think the producers had to even wind that up i think that's um, him yeah ow yeah, no, I, 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 I mean, he was, he, I did not like him. I agree with that little girl. I did not like him. And I thought he was, and watching him drive off and be like, oh yeah, you know, like. Better than even, um, what's his face? Jamie, because yeah, once crazy. Martin let, let it out of the box, it's like a, like, it's just like, oh my God, he couldn't be more. Wash him, watch him. Like, like, just yeah. Keep it, keep it coming, because this. Oh, he'll be at paradise for sure. He just secured his place in paradise, and he's going to be awful and boozed up from the moment he wakes up. They'll keep him around for like four episodes. Don't keep my, don't get my shirt dirty with that. What was that? I missed that. Tell me about that. He didn't want to um, touch the teats, and then like oh. something got on his shirt, and he's like, "Oh, something got on my shirt." Oh my God. He does. And I think he was like that with the kids too. He was trying to put on a facade of, let me tell you about our first date because he we didn't want to we, be around them. He didn't want to talk to them. He doesn't, he doesn't want to do anything that is not what he wants to do or in his narrow point of view. And that's why she, when she challenged him, he lashes out with the, uh, well, I think it's, you have a problem. It's like, Oh, I know guys like this. They're the worst. You do? Yeah. Talk about immature. What, in what world, what lane of your highway have you interacted with guys like this? Uh, you know, guys who are. Uh, like work? No, no. It's it's people who date or get married to women I know. Oh, uh, you're bad. Oh, God. God. Really? Like married to women you know and then you have to be around them and the women have to deal with them um yeah yeah and then you know and sometimes the sometimes the marriages break up and you're like yeah it's because i was a jerk yeah we all knew that you know i don't know there's some bad people out there ariana how do you feel about this character uh martin i mean what a but, he's a loser but i will say i feel like they edited down that conversation that it made him seem less worse than i think he actually was in the conversation because it felt like i was like okay it's going it's getting heated real quick but i feel like i'm missing parts where he's saying or cutting her off more and potentially saying something else because i was like she's angry but like 
I think they I, cut out some of it. I agree with you, but I did. I got angry as soon as he said, "Can I talk? Am yeah. I allowed?" Yeah. The that "Am I allowed?" Was like, "Oh no, 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 honey, no, and then he no, said, no, no, no." I'm sorry that I was maybe cutting you off or something like that. I was like, maybe. Yeah. So there's a television stopped. camera on. Like we're watching he you. Stopped. Um, all right, we're gonna take a quick break and then we're gonna come back and talk about her date to the junior prom with Brendan, her horny teenage boyfriend. Woo! Ooh, I don't know about you, but things are getting so hot in here. I think I gotta take a pee break. Okay, and we're back. So while we're back, we're shaking off uh, Martin, and she, the one-on-one -on -one date is Brendan, and they're going for ice cream. They make out immediately in the car. They're making out. On she likes kissing Brandon. She is into him. So they go to Stillwater. They they're feeding each other ice cream. Have you ever fed another person ice cream? Anybody? Never. Yeah. Al? No, it's, it'd, be, it'd be a mess. It's disgusting. <laughs> then they're like making out at the like little trolley. They're covered in ice cream. And then she's like, I want somebody like my dad's, my parents' relationship. I want someone that could be my best friend. I can see Brandon being my best friend. She's like, guess what? I'm going to bring you home. And he's so cute. He leaps into her seat and starts making out with her and then goes, I'm scared. I'm scared. But like his immediate instinct to like leap and make out with her when he was nervous was so cute to me. Mary Lynn, did you like that? Uh, yeah, I noticed that as well, that that's his go-to. If he's excited or happy or nervous, he's like, let's make out. Which I love it. I love it. Isn't a bad way to go. I mean, no, and I like his like passion for it. Like if somebody's like that into me, that they're all like, that's yeah. fun. If, if you like kissing them, that feels like a, I like that energy. Yes, that, I, I agree. So he's like, so he jumps on her and he's like, I'm nervous as hell. Like they're making out. As he's making out with her to calm his nerves. It's like he's tapping. Yeah. And then he goes, he goes, she's like, ha ha, my parents aren't home. He's like, oh, thank God. His so hot water bottle is making out and boning her. His yeah. wrapping a which is that's what you no want. Like like yeah. You go on your naked if you're nervous, nervous in a job interview and you just start. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Time's up, bro. Yeah. So then you get a tour of the house. And then he's like, he immediately goes, look how straight your teeth are. And you're seeing your portrait. She's like, wait, they're not straight now. He's like, no, 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 no. And then she's like, here's my childhood bedroom. And I'm like, uh oh, like, hot for teacher parents aren't home like okay what's gonna happen like they were clearly attracted to each other and then she goes I like you do you want to take a dip in the pool and I'm like oh shit okay I'm just picturing like Phoebe Kate like like fast times like sexy pool like here we go and he's like she's like let's get bathing suits here's my dad's swimsuit yeah, I've there's never something like weird. Uh, hot for teacher. There is a vibe of like he's like young, yeah, student ish. You know, yeah, like he's gonna control. They've never not had a bathing suit just readily available. 
No matter where they are, they could be in the middle of the woods. They stumble upon a hot tub. They don't explain it. Somehow they just have bathing suits. We've never seen, oh, you can borrow my dad's bathing suit. Never. Not ever. uh, Constructed voyeuristic sneaking into her childhood house. Also, I couldn't stop thinking about his dad's dick. Oh, like, like yeah. it's like wearing somebody's underwear. Honestly, like the idea of putting on another man's bathing suit really, <laughs> really gives me the heebie. Like, my mom's thong. You can borrow her thong, like, because they have like the lining. Like you're, yeah, not like you're like Frankenbeans are going where her dad's Frankenbeans are. Oh my are. gosh, I, you're so right. You know who borrows yeah. bathing suits is like children who are, yeah, friends, children. Who are friends with each other. Yeah, children borrow bathing suits. Adults aren't like, you can put on my dad's yeah. like nutsack holder. Question, do you keep all your bathing suits on your in your bedside table drawer? <laughs> <laughs> that was when I was like... This is Sage. Alaric does at all times. He he might wake up and need to go for a a lap. Yeah. Uh, And I like that they, like, even looks there. Yeah. Like, they they didn't really show them rummaging through. This is why uh, there's a lot about this entire scene that feels (laughs) extremely staged to me. Um, Yeah, why don't you go to the dresser or the closet? You start with the dresser or the closet. Yeah. And then, and then you know, and then you, you're rummaging through your her parents like bedside table. You know, be like, oh, like I didn't know you used a cock ring, you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> also, why, why, like, why would you know where your dad yeah. keeps a very specific place? Like, why do you know where your dad's swimsuits are in a very specific place? Yes. Yeah, weird. I, I, you know what? I think I think that was. I think they said there's going to be a bathing suit in there. Yeah, it's it's it fits you. It's not her dad's. Don't worry, we put it there. Okay, that was staged. So then they go in, and like I don't think she thinks her parents are coming home because I think she is conservative enough. As I would, I wouldn't want to be getting at it and have our parents walk in. Like that's weird. If they've never, you actually, if you actually like the guy, you don't want to set him up like that. Like oh, he's in your bathing suit. You're making it like it's not fair to him. And I feel like she likes him to like know that your parents are going to walk in while they're like making out. They go, I'm happy you're here. And then somebody says nothing can go wrong, which are the worst things you could say on camera in The Bachelor. Yeah. And then in comes, as Alec put it out when he arrived here to do the podcast, the parents like innocently walking in like, oh, Michelle's here. It's like. Oh, you didn't notice the freaking camera crew in your living yeah. room catching you as you walked in the front oh, door? You didn't, you didn't yeah. notice the sound guy miking you up? Yeah. Weird. <laughs> that is so yeah. weird. Yeah. There's, a, <laughs> oh there's a lot about this that felt staged. Like a lot about it. That felt, and in fact, I, I don't think they did it. To me, they didn't do a great job selling it because there was a lot of like, they all looked not surprised enough to me. She would have done that to Brandon. But doesn't that make the parents feel weirder that they conspired with production to like set that up? I think Brandon, knew, I think everyone knew about it. I, think I don't think they're that good of actors. Marilyn, do you think everyone knew? I'm with you, Arden. I don't. 
I don't think they knew the hot tub lovers. I don't think the hot tub lovers. Oh my god! I would. The parents conspired. Wow. Died, Uh, and I think they would have died. Honestly, I can't. I can't imagine more embarrassing situation than that. And they didn't look that embarrassed. No, to have you getting at it with some lady in our fictional pool that didn't exist, and then have. JJ and Willie walk in while you're like getting to that like, they've never met. Yeah, they've and you're, you're like she's met. like in a bikini and you're getting at it. There is, and she and you're, she's wearing in theory our mom's bikini. Like and and there's camera crews around catching the whole thing. Okay, the I, parents agreed to do it. Yes. they get their mics. They get they're driving up and they see a camera or a boom, or they see they a car there. Um, Michelle and him, they don't know. Do you think the parents think they're going to just... By the time they see each other, they all know. Do you think that the parents just think they're going to go surprise them, like, in the yard? Oh. But they didn't seem that upset. Are they just that cool? Oh, man. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I can't... I literally would have just... Put my head under the water and refuse to come out. <laughs> That's the right move. Bubbles. Yeah. That's the right I mean, move. <laughs> Goodbye forever. They, are, they are adults. And then Michelle, she did have that thing of like, oh, like, oh, let me give you a hug. And, and then, then her dad's like, I give you a hug to Brandon. Oh, you got a giant boner in my bathing suit. Yeah. <laughs> With my child. Well, that's the other thing. Presumably, had, like, you know, they're sitting there making out. Of course, I didn't look. Yeah, I, I looked. I was eating. <laughs> I looked. Because normally they do have giant boners. Ben Higgins had a big boner that when he was making out with JoJo at Sandals with his scripture tattoos the night in her gold bikini. He didn't have a boner. I don't understand because he's a young dude. There's no reason for him to not have a boner standing up. Maybe the hot water. Maybe hot water makes it hard. It okay. did look like the trunks were too big for him, though. So it could have been a little. But I don't think he has like a tiny. No, no. I mean, like it just could have been obscured because the trunks were so big. Arden, you're like, let me see that big cock. Yeah. You know what? Well, Katie is usually our like dick doctor. Katie is right. like a dick sleuth. She likes to really like pause it and go dick sleuth thing. But she's in Europe right now. Ugh, Katie, Katie, like, in Europe when we need you. With we the need you to dick sleuth, Katie. You need to dick sleuth. Okay, so then, um, somebody says, "I'm dead. This is it." Um, so then, so then, but I gotta say, Brandon really rose to the challenge. Um, they're like, how do you feel about Michelle? And he's like, you know what? She is the most special person I have ever met. And, and then they could see that she trusted him. They asked how many kids he wanted. He was like, three. She's like, me too. She's like, I know you didn't know that. I know she wanted three. It's three. It's three. And they're like, and then he goes, you guys, he was great. He was, I I love Brandon. I'm really rooting for Brandon. He's not going to win. I wish he was the bachelor. I loved him. He was like, you guys clearly have a great relationship. It's been a lot like any advice. Great question. And he's like, well, she's my best friend. And she said, he always puts me first. He always has my back and it's not always easy. And he goes, well, you have to be able to open, open up and talk about things. 
And then he said, well, you clearly have two of the greatest idols to look up to. I feel so deeply for your daughter. I am an old soul and I will not marry her without your blessing. And they said, if she's happy, you have our blessing, our trust, Michelle's judgment. And then he says, I hope her, I'm her person. And she said, I could see a life with Brandon here in Minnesota um, he, and she asked, who would I be meeting? My mom, my dad, and my brother. But the number one person I want you to meet was my grandpa, my grandfather. He was my best friend. I wanted him to meet my wife so bad. And she said so beautifully, he shines through you. And then he says, I want to make you as special, feel as special as you make me feel. Before I left, my mom made me a bracelet. And she said, if you love this girl, you give it to her. And when you bring her home, we will treat, we will see that she's wearing the bracelet. And we will give her the same love that we give you. And she said, it's the most meaningful gift I have ever received. And he said, Michelle and Young, I am falling in love with you. And she she said, my heart just went in it for a million pieces and they went in for a kiss and I can see you being my best friend. I know how hard Brendan loves and it's possible I could fall in love with Brendan. Great date. She's not in love with him yet. She's in love with the other ones. He's a, he's going to be the number three. I, I, I'm really rooting for him. I wish he was the bachelor. Marilyn, talk to me. I mean, that was a whirlwind. You reading that back, I, I really, I really went there. I, that was a little bit too far for me with the, <laughs> with the blessing. Like what? <laughs> it was quick to go. I know we just met. I'm wearing your swim trunks, but can I marry your daughter? I mean, I guess he went for it. I appreciate the balls out effort, and there's something young about him and. You know, I know that we can't have him as the bachelor, but I like those layers of like young. He almost seems like a playboy, but then when he speaks, he's like so poetic and deep and love him. It's a good combo. It's a good. I combo. love him. Dana. Yeah, there are a lot to unpack there. One, I don't know if you guys noticed, but the mom, when she was talking about the advice, she said that the dad had to make sacrifices and choices for them to be together. And I was like, please elaborate because that's... Yeah. I, I wanted to know, to know what it was. There. And it was not always easy. I yeah. wanted to know what it was. It's, we want that story. Very specific things in mind uh, that, you know, there were clearly some very specific uh, things from their past where he chose her. I yeah. want to know what. I want to no. know what. And two, yeah. what? Too soon to ask for their blessing. Way too soon to ask for their blessing. At least wait till you get to like the final two, and then you have to, you know, do that thing where you meet the parents' date before you. It did, whatever. Feel, but maybe, maybe they're not going to be around. Maybe there's like a COVID thing, and he knew. Maybe they're not flying to wherever they're going next, and he knew this was his window. Oh, yeah, then it seems like a chess move, which is what it was, you know. He was really amped up. How you did you do the, I'm in love with you? You do the bracelet, you ask for the blessing, like no, he was the brakes for sure. He peed on the train. <laughs> yeah. And you don't have a boner? Come on. Yeah, you you're yeah, you're young. Like you should have a giant old bobo just coming like it should be like a just like 
You should be able to use it as a battering ram to break down like a drug bust if you had to. You know what I mean? Like that should be a giant rock hard. I don't care how baggy her dad's shorts are. It should have just been like busting through. Not where was it? Where was it? Where are your right. boner at, Brendan? Where are your boner? How'd you guys feel about the bracelet? Yeah, I mean, that's nice. I like the idea that the parent, the mom was like, let us know. Because if she's not wearing that bracelet, we'll treat her like shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's very like parable come to life. Who does that? It's pretty excellent. If you just had all these like fables if with your parents, like leave a little uh, popcorn outside. That'll let me know that you can die on. When you sit around with your mom and you're like, listen, I'm mostly going on this show so I can be on television. I want to like increase my number of Instagram followers. Maybe I'll get to go to paradise. Maybe I'll get to be the yeah. new bachelor. But like, you know, who knows? Maybe I'll like her. And then be like, here. Here's how we'll know. If you like her, if you actually like her, here's the bracelet. Okay, so then comes, then it's cocktail party time. And Caitlin and Tasha. oh, we need to address that Tasha and Zach broke up their, what do we know? I don't know anything about it. I just know they broke off their engagement. Is there anything more to know? Um, I don't, I think she's about to be a very hot commodity on the Bachelor. Our Bachelor historian Lori has been hot on that. They haven't been seen together for a long time. She thought they were broken up even before the filming of Katie's season, if I recall correctly. Well, they just did the New York Marathon together, so they were photographed there. Oh. But not touching because they were running side by side, but not touching. Notoriously not touching, but running side by side together. I would, if it was me, I would be holding hands with him the whole time. Let the ladies know he's yours. Yes, I'd be pissing on that tree, jogging and in unison for 26 point that's whatever. Right. You're not holding that hand for 26 miles. That's not love. And you're not in love, Herney. Uh, you know, I, when I run something like that, I don't run it with other people, but I do just reach out and just hold on to <laughs> Didn't you do a half marathon? I did do a half marathon. Did you throw up? Uh, no, no, it, it went surprisingly well, and then I stopped running afterwards. And I haven't really run since. Did you throw up when you jumped out of the plane? You didn't talk all day afterwards. <gasps> did I throw up? I certainly wanted to, but I don't think I did. Mostly, I wanted to throw up well during the descent. Did you hate it? So I thought I was going to love it, and then. Uh, I was I was just extremely overwhelmed, uh, just physically with endorphins, and like the shoot came out, uh, and you know it's still like five minutes until you get to the ground, and I was like I was quite queasy, and all I could think was like if I throw up now, and someone is out like walking their dog, <laughs> like, vomit could come out of the sky like three hundred miles an hour and just splatter all over them, and that I can't do that to somebody. You act- thought that in the air. I thought Legit. that. Legit. So I, I really, really worked hard on not vomiting and I succeeded, uh, but it took. I wish you threw up from the sky yeah. all over somebody just But what if that evolved just went back up? You're falling? But eventually it would go down. No, that's it's got to fall eventually. It's got to right, fall right. eventually. Great thing. Okay. So <laughs> then she's like, guess what? No cocktail party. They're like, wait, what? And then she cut Rick and Olu in his exciting suit jacket, his striped suit jacket. And then, um, 
And then, and then somebody says, oh, oh, Olu, it was so sweet. He said, my goal was to show Michelle I could be her hero. Oh, I love him. He is so true blue, so so sweet, so kind-hearted, so loyal. I love him. And then and Rick Lettucehead did a lot of whispering on the way out. He's like, yeah. So much whispering. You know, you're amazing. You're amazing. And then Clayton did the nails. And then it feels like there's a lot of tears next week. And then somebody's dad is like, oh, no, no, he's not ready. He's not in love with you. He's not ready. That would have been our dad. Whose dad is that? That's Nate's dad? No, I think it's Joe's dad. Really? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Why? Why do you think it's Joe's dad? It kind of looks like him. That's it. I felt like Brandon's brother was like stirring the pot. Somebody that looked a whole lot like Brandon was also young, seemed to be stirring the pot. I mean, you know, if it is true that Joe, it was Joe's dad that didn't want to talk no, about No, Nate, Nate's dad, dad. Nate's dad. Because, like, you know, if you don't want to talk about women and then you're you know, on the bachelor and you're on the, the final four. It's like, you know, not my son. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not here. My, my son's not ready. My son's not ready. Wait, I have a question. Alaric, how would you act if, as the brother on Arden's hometowns? <laughs> uh, I you would try to talk me out of it. You'd be like, "It's really impractical." You just met this person. You'd be very logical and very upset that I was getting married on television. Oh, I was thinking more like 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 Chet from Weird Science, like the older brother. You'd be a real douche. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. You're just like uh, like Joe's brother is like. A, like a bully, yeah. like a bully. A lot of brothers I try to. Like the older brother in like Wonder Years, like from the Wonder Years. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, will you help us pick a tweet of the week? Oh, it's okay. So, who do you think is going to win, Marilyn? I mean, I... Orny. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I mean, too. it's I think. hard to imagine like so much is going to go down in these hometowns, you know? It feels like Nate's going to win. Yeah. Dana, who do you think is going to win? I'm thinking Nate as well, because if my theory stands that that's Joe's dad, he kind of is torpedoing the relationship. Interesting. Now, my thing about Nate, uh, where he lives or what he does, he's in he Canada. lives in Nashville, right? Doesn't he live in, in Nashville no, now? I think or? He's from Canada, but potentially lives in Austin. He had a dog. He drove up with a dog that we never saw again. Oh. How many make it to Fantasy Suites? Three. So we, She's going to cut Rodney. Yeah, She's going to so cut there, Rodney. Therein lies the more interesting question. Like, of the three of them, like... The final the two are going to be yeah. Joe and Nate, Joe I think. Joe and Nate, yeah. I think Unless, like, Brandon just, like, bangs her brains out wherever they go. And, like... But I still think she's going to... I still think the Minneapolis of it all with Joe, practically, she's going to keep him around and want to pick him, but she's still going to yes. pick him. That's how, right. How much younger is Brandon than these other people? Uh, Tana, can you look that? He looks a lot younger. I don't think that much younger. I think he's just a baby-faced 26-year-old. And do we have any more stats on him where he lives? Yeah, what do we know no, about I'm Brandon? I'm thinking about that because Bachelor in Paradise. Now I'm all like, what city yeah, do you live in? What's your deal? What's your stat? What's your status? Who's going to move for who? Yeah. All right. Brandon is 26. He's from Portland, Oregon. 
cute. I don't know. I uh, ooh, hard to say. How old, is Mich- How old is Michelle? I think Michelle. Oh, I think she's twenty eight. And she's not moving out of Minnesota, right? No, and, uh, no way. She's twenty eight. So that's a good bachelorette because she's. You don't feel like she's trying to move to Calabasas and to get on like you know television. And how old are the other guys? Uh, okay, so she's twenty eight. Nate is twenty seven, and it says, yeah, he's a sales executive. Uh, who's in Austin, Texas. Oh, he's moving to Minnesota. Yeah, I mean. Sales then, exe- he can sales executive in Minnesota, for yeah, sure. Yeah, but he's jo- not going to. He's going to live in Austin. Joe's 28. All right, so, Hi. all right, they're not that big of a difference, oh, but let's see what Raymond seems quite young. You know, before you agree to move to Minnesota for anybody, I feel like you should be there in January. <laughs> they, were, they were there clearly in like june and i was like oh yeah minnesota's nice in june or july like you need to be there in january before yeah. you say i do this yeah 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 yeah, uh, yeah yeah one thing rodney's 29 and also i do want to say the hotel they're staying at me and miles stayed out when we were in minneapolis for a live tdz show the marquette hotel and it is very nice okay i like that they're spending money on her season they're yeah. definitely spent more than they spent on katie's season which was at like the airport Hyatt in Albuquerque the whole time. And they had that bucket. They like, you get to go by the river with a bucket. Um, Okay. Will you stick around for tweet of the week? Hell yeah. Okay. You guys, we love when you give us reviews. We got so many great reviews this week. Here's a few that we loved. Uh, We're trying to get to 2000. Dana, we got such a fun review. This is for five stars from SCKW52. The subject line is, this pod sparks so much joy. I think this was like a holiday travel one. Uh, My husband and I woke up at 3 a.m. for a flight to find out it was canceled. That sucks. I had that happen this summer when Brian and I went home. We grumpily booked another flight at another airport and drove two hours to it. Luckily, we had this show to slowly bring us out of our travel anger and frustration and found ourselves at four in the morning laughing all the way to our new flight. You curate, you all curate such awesome guests and the show feels like a big hang with friends. There is truly nowhere else you can rehash wild bad nation drama, learn about interior decorating, get fashion advice, work through grief, get medical advice, and of course, look out for all those cats and dogs that need adopting. Mm-hmm. That's a great review. That is a great review. Oh my God. Here's another really fun review that you're going to love. Five stars from ECMMMMM. Okay. The, the subject is makes me horny. Mm-hmm. Because of the show, I've unconsciously started using the word horny all the time as a joke. I just realized my loved ones who are not avid listeners of the show don't have the context and I'm making them all uncomfortable. <laughs> Worth it. Five stars. Alaric, have you started using horny in all your vernacular? Uh... No. <laughs> <laughs> I love that that's what this podcast. Anna, do you feel like the Lord's work is done here that we are having people around the globe just use freely use the word horny? Yeah, that is all we ever wanted. That's really all we that's really all we've been do shooting. You remember that for. that first meeting we had and you were yeah. like my only goal is for everyone to just start saying horny more. Yeah, when I met you in that in that weird space above that Chinese restaurant, mm-hmm. I knew it. I knew it. Um, then we have a 
Oh my God, so many people sent me different amazing mullet dress choices that I can wear for the podcast, live podcast. But um, it was just like so sweet. Um, Like, I just appreciate that our listeners get me and they know. So here's the deal, you guys. Just a reminder, please come to the live show. And if you cannot make it to Los Angeles... Um, you can watch, you can stream live worldwide and interact with us anywhere around the globe um, from Moment House. But it's going to be Thursday, December 9th in Los Angeles. It's at Dynasty Typewriter. And it's me, Dana, Katie. Uh, we have we, Jerry Trainers doing it. Wells Adams. We have Paget Brewster. We have Gareth Reynolds. We have Carl Tart. We have Aaron Foley. We have Miles Gray. I mean, like, what a lineup. Rob is not going to be able to be there. Just a heads up, he has to now go to a convention in Nashville, so he's not going to be able to make it. But we got Jerry Trainer instead, which is fantastic. And we have different bundles where you can buy, you can get ticket bundles where you can get your ticket. And one of our new Spork Dossier t-shirts that you can also order. Even if you're not coming, you can get a new t-shirt. We're having a sale right now on Tee Public. If you go T-E-E Public and you search, uh, it'll be on our Facebook page, but you can get $13 shirts right now. Um, get them for your loved ones. They're great presents. And then you can also get a limited edition show poster that's gorgeous mm-hmm. that was made from the guy that did... Um, are uh, who's at Dynasty? Alaric, I really wanted you to come to the live show so you could be the hometown. And then I wanted you to also. My plan was you wouldn't come to LA, but my plan was I told Anna I wanted to be like, what's Alaric's deal? I just yeah. like I wanted to make you be a contestant <laughs> and be like. I just feel like we just have a lot in common. Like, what's I Al's? Know. Like, I just feel really connected to him. What's his deal? Like, like that's super, super creepy. You think that's creepy? I think that's so funny. Oh, Alaric, come on. It's cool. <laughs> it's so Come on, Al. What's it's hilarious. So, that I would be like, what's the deal with Alaric? Like, we just have some really similar upbringings. So, <laughs> that's funny. He just seems to get me. He just really gets it. Like, I just feel like we just, like, really have similar sensibilities. <laughs> His dad also ate cookies with a hammer. My dad ate cookies with a hammer. I mean, like, that's cool. What are the odds? <laughs> but there will be other fun. Oh, Brian Sophie's going to be there. Oh, yes. I wanted to take Brian Sophie on Hometowns to a date at the dump. And here we are. We are doing Tweet of the Week. All right, you guys. Here we go. And if you want to participate in Tweet of the Week, the night the show airs, which is usually Tuesday these days, but who knows? Anything's possible. Uh, Just tweet to us by midnight Pacific time so Dana can get them all. And you can tag me and Anna at Anna Hosnie, H-O-S-S-N-I-E-H. I'm at Arta Marine, M-Y-R-I-N, and do hashtag W-Y-A-T-R. All right, here we go. I think we have eight. We're going to narrow it down to two. Okay, so this is from uh, um, our our Justin Spade at Justin Spade. I think those kids were actors. Real public school kids would have called him Fartin Martin. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is from Lauren at underscore purple underscore Hayes. Excuse me. I know we just met, and I stole your swimsuit. But can I marry your daughter? <laughs> <laughs> 
This is from Bonnie at Dance Bonnie. Number one, who knows where their parents keep their swimsuits? Number two, who keeps their swimsuits in their bedside table? So many questions. Yeah. Bonnie is also with us. Okay. This is from Sarah Burke at Real Sarah Burke. Forget this show. Give me a season of Ahmed the Student and Rodney Chilling and talking candidly about shaved nipples. Yeah. <laughs> Um, this is from Melissa Crocker at Real Mitzi Fist. Sure, they're giving the eighth place cast off a perfectly normal amount of camera time for his farewell. <laughs> Too much. Okay, here's the final two. This is from The Watcher at Telly Tubbo. Clayton, give me your hardest questions, guys. Luke, can you explain why, with all these amazing, interesting, and diverse options they had, the producers chose you to be the next Bachelor? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <still. laughs> I'll like that one. <laughs> um, and this is from Mrs. Wright at Girl Without a Tat. I'm loving Olu's fresh spin on a decades-old Where's Waldo fashion trend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to say, give me your hardest question, guys, and maybe normal amount of camera time. Are those your top two? What was number two that you read? Okay, number two. The first two, the first one was, oh, wait, oh yeah, excuse me. I know we just met and I stole your daughter, your swimsuit. Can I marry your daughter? You I like, like that one. Okay. And then the uh, question. Question. Okay, yeah. here we go. Here we go. Final two. Number one, Lauren at Purple underscore Hayes. Excuse me. I know we just met and I stole your swimsuit. But can I marry your daughter? That's pretty good. Or um, or the watcher at Telly Tubbo. Clayton, give me your hardest question, guys. Luke, can you explain why, with all the amazing, interesting, and diverse options they had, the producers chose you to be the next Bachelor? That's all right. One. That's good. That's tough. All right, Mary Lynn, uh, you as the next Bachelor or stole your swimsuit? You as the next Bachelor. Al Myron. I'm going to steal your swimsuit. Oh, okay. I'm going to do you as the next Bachelor. Dana. Oh, I'm going to do you as the next Bachelor. All right, the watcher at Telly Tabo, you are the winner. Clayton, give me your hardest question, guys. Luke, can you explain why, with all the amazing, interesting, and diverse options they had, the producers chose you to be the next bachelor? Marilyn Rice Cup, thank you for joining us. What would you like to promote? Um follow me on Instagram, Marilyn Rice Cup. I got a lot of exciting things coming up. Give me and her last name is spelled R-A-J-K-S-U-B. That's not right. Okay. Her last name is spelled R-A-J-K-S-U-B. No. R-A-J-S-K-U-B. Yeah. You and me have the last names. You and I, when we're on lineups together, I got to tell you, I am so, I am inspired by you by how hard you hit the stand up. I really, I see you do it. I know how often you do it and I find it inspiring. Thank you. I'm going to pick your brain about that. Sometime. You know, it's a racket. Is but it? I but I love it. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's. What do you love about it? 
it keeps me sharp and present and like kind of digging deeper and seeing what people are responding to and being more clear as a writer and performer and develop opinions. All right. That's a good answer. That's a very good answer. Um, Al Myron, what would you like to promote? Uh, I got nothing. Peace, love, and harmony. All right. Dana, what would you like to promote? Uh, Our show. Our show. Yes, but real quick, I wanted to say go follow Mary Lynn. You know, Mary Lynn one time said something on stage. I think you just like threw out this off-the-cuff comment, and it stayed with me forever since I heard it. And you literally said... It's really problematic. No, I'm just joking. You said uh, death is only depressing for the living. And that really stayed with me. And I think about it often. I know it's kind of dark, but it was a very oh, interesting throwaway line gosh. that you said. And I was like, Look at that. and I think about it. So you've so changed true. my life, Mary. Lynn. <laughs> and I'm at Anna Hosni on Twitter. And we're also doing on Patreon, we're doing Bachelor in Paradise Canada. We have uh, new episodes going up every week. Sometimes it's behind schedule because I'm working, but but you will get the episode each week. And we appreciate your patronage. Until next time, you guys, what a season. My name is Arda Marie. Stay safe. Get vaccinated. Wear a mask. Have a good time. Don't worry about your uncle. This Thanksgiving won't last forever. Hang in there. Everybody's got their quirks. Until next time, uh, goodbye. Accept this rose. Oh, will you accept this rose into your world? Oh, will you accept this rose into your This Rose is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.